Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I wonder if those words, those beatitudes, were somewhere in Ruth Fowle's heart or mind as she wandered the streets of Karachi. Strange how much chance can have an effect on the trajectory in our lives. She was a Dutch woman, a survivor of a Nazi concentration camp, and she had devoted her life to preaching peace and reconciliation. And she evangelized a young female German medical student, Ruth Pfau. Ruth became a nun in a Catholic order, and a chance visa error, a snafu, meant that Ruth ended up serving not in southern India, where she thought she was going, but in Karachi, Pakistan. It was only by chance that Ruth visited a leper's colony near the railway station. I think we, or at least I, think of leprosy as a biblical disease, not one with which folks still struggle in modern times. It's known as Hansen's disease. And there, in 1960, in that leper's colony, in a slum, age 31, Ruth decided to dedicate the rest of her life to the people of Pakistan and their work against leprosy outbreaks. She decided these patients would be her life's calling. Dr. Fow rescued disfigured and suffering children who'd been confined to caves and cattle pens for years by their parents who were afraid they were contagious. The Beatitudes from Jesus' Sermon on the Mount represent the core of his teaching on discipleship. And today, on All Saints Day, we celebrate being connected to the greater company of God's faithful people from every age and from every generation as we remember those whose lives exemplify kingdom of God attributes. Some saints are close to us. Some of them we've never heard of before. What makes people saints is not our memory of them or lack thereof, but the fulfilled promises of baptism as evidenced in their lives. As Paul Tillich wrote, the saint is a saint, not because he is good, but because he is transparent for something that is more than he himself is. Ruth Fow is likely not someone who rolls off the tongue, I think sometimes when we think of saints, we might think of Mother Teresa or the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. And yet, Ruth Pfau is a saint for the ways in which her life so clearly reflected the kingdom values that we heard about in the Beatitudes. 
a beatitude is a blessing, an announcement of God's favor, both in the present and in the future. Matthew's gospel that we heard today describes eight blessings that challenge us to take on the attitudes or characteristics of the kingdom of God. The first four focus on those who suffer now, but who will receive justice. And the remaining promises blessings for those who strive to alleviate, to mitigate the conditions described in the first four. So we hear blessings for those who are poor in spirit, who mourn, who are meek and dispossessed, who hunger and thirst for righteousness, who seek vindication for those who suffer unjustly. The fifth beatitude is for the merciful, those who extend and receive mercy. For those who are pure in heart, who see God both now and in the age to come. For peacemakers, those who bring about reconciliation and are called children of God because their acts reflect God's desire for harmony and welfare for all. And then finally, there's a blessing for those who suffer because of the persecution of their faith. Each of the Beatitudes pictures those who receive God's love and mercy and in turn then go on to bless others. The call to discipleship is not about worldly recognition and achievement, but acknowledging our own need and reliance on God as we celebrate what God does in and through us. Now, blessing is a little bit of a suspicious word, I think, in our contemporary context. Think about here you hear it used, bless you in cold season when someone is sneezing, bless his heart when you might be getting ready to gossip about something you shouldn't. But blessing comes from the Greek makarios, mock from becoming long or large. So it, it means really when God extends God's benefits or God's greatness. It's becoming expansive or whole in light of God's blessing. I've been thinking a lot about those who are going to be baptized in our community in the coming days. This is a, you know, Sunday as we keep all saints again, we will celebrate baptisms. And in their baptism, they're connected to all those saints who have gone before us. Those saints who are yet to come, but who will join us in this stream this journey towards the living God through a relationship with Jesus. This Christian community promises that each being baptized will be brought up in the Christian faith and life, that we will seek to help them know and love God. That is to say, they are blessed. I wonder where their life of faith will take them. How 
responding to God's call in their life will lead them. I wonder how one day one of their names will be lifted up as an exemplar of a saint who has lived out those kingdom values we heard about in the Beatitudes. Ruth Pfau died recently at the age of 87. And in her quiet work, she set up 157 leprosy clinics throughout Pakistan. Through her work, during the time she was working, leprosy cases dropped from 20,000 to 500 in the country. And the country became the first in Southeast Asia to, to be declared that leprosy was, was controlled. When Dr. Fao died, the prime minister of Pakistan said she may have been born in Germany, but her heart was always in Pakistan. And on the day of her funeral, flags flew at half-mast, both in Vatican City and in Pakistan for her. She was the first Christian and first non-Muslim to receive a state funeral in a Muslim country. The majority of her patients were Muslim, and they spoke of the ways in which her faith and service and love animated their relationships. The small and consistent acts of those who are peacemakers, who are meek, who are merciful, they reveal the heart of Jesus in those kingdom values of the Beatitudes. So may we today go forth to live those kingdom values, joining the saints who've gone before us as witnesses to the transformative power of relationship with Christ. Amen. The Chapel of the Cross is an Episcopal church in the heart of Chapel Hill and the university community. Find out more at thechapelofthecross.org. There you can find our latest news and events, connect with our pastoral care team, Faith in Action Ministries, and offer a prayer request. You can also find us on social media, on Instagram at thechapelofthecross, and on Facebook and Twitter at C-O-T-C, Chapel Hill. May you be nourished by the word to serve in the world.